All right, you guys, it's me, Lauren Lee, and I'm back. Um, I guess this will be considered episode one of season two. Um, yeah, so I've been gone for a while. I don't think I've made an episode since June or July, and I felt it was time to come back, so I gave myself until October 1st to post the episode um, because I think it's similar, like, to riding a bike you never forget how to ride a bike but when you do get back on a bike after a while you're a little rusty and so what happened is i stopped making consistent episodes although i was planning episodes i kind of like psyched myself out i was like nah that's not good enough or people don't want to hear about that so i just became inconsistent and stopped posting also um this summer although it was quick i just felt like it was a lot happening a lot was happening so you know I moved um I did a little bit of traveling Nigel started school I started back at work in person and it was just a lot of transitions so I wasn't really feeling like I had the time to make episodes um so I'm not going to say that I'm going to make an episode every two weeks I'm not going to give myself any due dates I'm just going to tell myself that I'm going to be consistent because when I feel like I give myself due dates I sometimes like become slightly overwhelmed or feel bad when I don't meet those due dates and this is supposed to be something that is fun a release for me so I'll make them as the spirit leads me um but how have y'all been um yeah I think this summer in general I don't think it gave what it was supposed to give for me you know usually summer is an exciting time and I just felt like Days were not 24 hours this summer. Days were about 12 to 15 hours. And before I knew it, I was back at work. So, yeah, yeah, work is the ghetto. But we'll talk about that a little later on. So, um, as you all know, I work in education. And I want y'all to know that, like, teachers, school leaders, school officials, we are not okay. We are not okay. Um, because these children... Um, are different and I have realized that I've kind of aged out with these kids because when I started teaching I was like 22 23 so I wasn't too far removed from the children that I taught um but at this stage in life being 30 and dealing with I don't even know what generation these kids are are they gen z I don't know what they are but these kids are a little different but I realize that they're different because their houses and their home life are a little uh crazy um, but yeah, I just want to let you know that uh, us educators, we are not okay. So let me say this to you. I did not have a problem with working from home. I enjoyed it. Um, I think it gave me a space to like move at my own pace. It gave me a space to like relax. And um, I think it introduced me to a life that I want back. Yeah, I just want it back. Uh, this physically going into work five days a week for eight to 10 hours a day, it's not for me. It's the ghetto. And what I'm realizing is that COVID isn't even like my only concern anymore. So before I went to work, I was like, yeah, the COVID rates are still high. Kids aren't vaccinated. Adults aren't vaccinated. Like I'm about to be interacting with over 800 kids. I can get sick. And right now on some true, true, honest, honesty, every day my fear isn't about catching COVID. My fear is about catching a case because these children are not all right, so we've been back in school since the last week of August. 
And right now is like the last week of September. And I can say that we've had at least two to three fighting incidents every week. Um, many of them after school, not in school, but they have been brutal. Like these kids are very much so, oh, east side high. I'm trying to make sure that you remember what I did to you long after we're out of high school. And it's just like, where is this anger and aggression coming from? Have you been soaring this up for the two, almost two years you were at home during the pandemic? Um, did you box in the pandemic? So now you're just trying to show your skills. Like, I don't know what's happening, but these kids, like, they're just so angry inside. But the sad thing about it is, like, parents are defending these behaviors. They think that they are appropriate. Oh, my kid is doing this because they have to defend themselves. Your child is um, not the prey, more so the predator. Who are they defending themselves against? And it's the way in which they're doing it. So, you know, I grew up in D.C., so jumping was something that I saw as a student. And then when I started teaching in Southeast D.C., we saw kids get jumped. But what I'm seeing right now, this is bigger than being jumped, like stomping kids out, like threatening threatening to shoot them up, um, meeting them at their house, like pulling up on parents. It's just like, oh, this is different. Um, so that's one idea as to why teachers and leaders are not okay because low key, we are in a game of call of duty when it comes to public charter schools. Every day, we show up without any weapons, just praying that we're able to show back up at home the same way we left. Like praying that we're able to keep kids safe that may be very well putting them their own selves in danger and it's just a little scary place to be in i think outside of fighting it's just like the small little drama so kids want to have back and forth conversations instagram is a big situation oh this person said something on instagram let me address it in person at school it's just so much and you know teachers don't really want to deal with it so you know they let it happen in their class until they have no control over it and then we have to come in and try to fix it and I'm just like, why does any of this matter? But I have to remind myself that developmentally, like, this is where these kids are. And these are the communities they live in. Like, I had a parent that say, like, oh, where we're from is no talking. We fight it out. Ma'am, why are you telling your child to fight about something that happened on social media? It's not that serious. But these are the mindsets of the parents. Like, they're still fighting. We have parents coming up to the school trying to fight children. Parents well over 30 years old trying to fight 15 and 14-year-olds. And all I'm going to say... I got two children, and I pray to God that no parent ever thinks it's their best choice to come up to a school to try to fight my two children. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Choose Jesus, not me. It, it's just a very interesting time. I think with COVID concerns, you know, ain't nobody three feet apart anymore. Nobody is six feet apart because the average classroom in an urban classroom is 30 kids. 30 kids to almost 33 kids. How in the world are they going to be three feet, let alone six feet away? So kids are on top of each other, and we're just all praying that God favors us enough for us not to get COVID. And then when someone does get COVID, it's like you're trying to figure out who the lottery winner is because everybody's so quiet about it. And I get that you're trying to keep people safe, but what about the people that may have been around that person? So at my particular job, if a kid gets COVID, the whole grade level doesn't quarantine, only the people that have been in, like, direct interaction with them and I don't know what the hell that means so usually only six kids are pulled out but like every day you're just beginning to think about you know who got COVID who do I need to stay away from I even caught myself I found out that an adult got COVID and I was around them 
And I have still not interacted with this adult the same way because for some reason I'm interacting with them like they have the plague. And I need to hold myself accountable for that. But it's also like, mm -mm, let me stay away. All this talk about vaccinations, it's almost like the flu vaccination. You can get the shot and still get COVID. So right about now, I'm not pushing for anybody to get it. Right about now, I'm just like, stay away from me. Keep your mask up, wash your hands, wash your face, and just do what you need to do. Because this vaccination isn't the cure like they, they sold it to us. Because God knows. Almost every person I know that have, have had COVID has received the vaccination. So that's not really a support but luckily kids have been wearing their masks and they have been trying to like do what they need to do but having children social distance in high school it doesn't work because their main form of interaction is like touching and being close to each other so that doesn't really work so you know I'm just fighting for my life if you know Jesus and you believe in Jesus please send a prayer my way because God knows I need it what I realized to be honest with you adults are nastier than children I've been in more meetings where adults are like hackling with coughs, wiping their nose with their hands, and they just think that shit is okay. And I'm not going to say that the adults look like me, so you can figure out who I'm talking about. It's nasty. Like, you know you're not feeling well and you still come to work. This is the one time where if you have the slightest of a cold or headache symptom, you can stay home without there being any questions. Just stay home. Figure out if you're okay. You know, don't do it. Don't come in. Because despite COVID testing taking place at work, for some reason we always come back 100% negative, but we still end up with COVID cases. So, you know, that's what we're dealing with in education. On that other note is that we're dealing with kids that have been home for 18 months that, you know, haven't done anything, but still got passed. So now when you bring them back into the workplace, asking them to do work, they looking at you like you're a fool. Are you want me to do what? Oh, I actually get a grade for this? Yes. What did you think this is? Do you think we're all gathering here because we want to be here? No, we're here for a reason. Please do what you need to do. I've had children like, oh, I want to go back home. When you were at home, you complain. Now you're back at school, you're complaining. Make up your mind because it seems like you and your parents are not on the same page. But listen, we're here for a long time, not a short time. So you need to do what you need to do. Kids don't want to be there. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a, I, as an adult, don't want to be there either. Adults don't want to be there. But then we also have this special group of people that are so excited to be back at work. And those are the one that, ones that I'm concerned about, their mental health. I, I really do think if people are excited to be back at work still in the midst of a pandemic, I think mentally and emotionally something may be wrong. I think therapy is needed for both children and adults. That's a real discussion right there because... Schools have brought all these people back without really addressing any trauma that they have interacted with during the pandemic. Um, and what I realized is that like both adults and children have interacted with trauma and we keep thinking that, oh, we can go back to normal. Let me tell y'all, normal will never exist again. We need to start having prayer meetings, circles, kumbayas, um, restorative circles almost every day with these children because they need help and they need support because it's not working out for them. It's not, I have adults basically going back and forth with kids saying I'm in charge. No, honey, if you're really honest with yourself, children are in charge and adults are just facilitating. We have kids with mental health issues like acting out and adults are trying to figure out, oh, why they not acting normal. Dumb, dumb ditties, they're not normal. It's evident that they need supports and you're the one that's trying to interact with them this way. So is something wrong with you? It's just a, a crazy place to be in, you guys. Crazy. And I share all this to say, 
check on your educators. And if you're thinking about education, think something different. Take it from me. Think about something different for at least the next two to three years because black schools have forever been trying to play catch up, but now we're really trying to play catch up. We are trying to figure out where do we even catch the bus to catch up? Because right now we don't even know where the bus stop is, let alone how to get on the bus and get to our stop. So, you know, pray for us because between student learning, student altercations, adults just not being developmentally where they need to be, we also have these dumbass things like the TikTok challenge. So if you're unfamiliar with it, there's a TikTok challenge going around where kids are supposed to smack an adult or smack a teacher. And I don't necessarily think kids will do it, but I've learned learned to expect the unexpected. And I just can't get the rationale where a child would think it was appropriate to walk up to any adult and smack somebody. Because I think that will be the day where I just have to file for unemployment. It wouldn't be a conversation of, oh, they didn't mean it or they thought it was fun. It wouldn't be any of those conversations. It would be the day that the resignation letter that sits in my draft email would be sent. It would be sent. I would just have to deal with any of the poverty that I interact with because in my right mind or in my wrong mind, it will never be appropriate for a child to feel like this is what it is. Because I think sometimes kids be forgetting that adults are teachers and teachers are humans and who we show up to be from 745 to 415 every day is not who many of us are. Many of us grew up in generations where, um, you know, all we had to do was fight. And um, you thinking that an adult is going to have the rationale to be calm and to ask you why you thought it was appropriate, you got another thing coming. Because I remember my first few years of teaching where I should have been fired. I had a few interactions with kids where it was just like, nah, fuck this teaching position. Forget it. Let's have a real human-to-human conversation. Call whoever you want to call because this is not no conversation anymore. You have really lost your mind. But I think a few kids are trying it. Y'all let me know if you notice anything, because I would love to see an adult interaction. Because I would start a GoFundMe just to fund that person's life for the next few months if they choose to lose their mind on a child. Because as I said, this generation, I don't even know what the name of their generation is. They're different, y'all. They're different, and the pandemic has only made things worse for them. And I think us educators haven't taken enough time to really figure out how to support them. And maybe it's not the teachers, maybe it's the school leaders or the organization or network level, but we haven't thought about enough about how we should bring these people back. And when I say people, kids and adults back in a way where they are able to be productive. Cause this ain't it y'all, this is not it. So if you know an educator, you think you know an educator, send them um, a prayer send them a Starbucks card, send them something, ask them how they're doing, do they need to take a walk? Because yeah, as educators, school leaders, teachers, school supports, we're not okay. We are not okay.